Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, hey, and welcome back. I am really excited that you're here for today's episode. So excited, in fact, that if you are a regular listener, you know that I usually record this podcast on Tuesday. And this episode will release on Wednesday because it always does. Um, It is Tuesday night, so not much has changed. However, I did try to record this episode last night. Uh, I was really pumped about it and was feeling really inspired. And then my beautiful dog, Jules, just really wanted to be my best friend and would not stop like pacing around my closet. And she was like stepping on my papers and stepping on my laptop. At one point, she stopped the recording. Uh, She was panting into the microphone, licking my leg, and that sound was being picked up on the microphone. So anyway, uh, it wouldn't have really been a pleasant episode to listen to. I mean, dogs are cute and all, but the sounds that were being made were, were not so fun, and I would have been annoyed. So I decided to give it a try tonight. So we went for like a mile walk this morning, and then we just went to the pier and went for another mile walk. And she got loved on by so many people, so hopefully she's tired and we can continue. But anyway, like I said, I'm really excited for this week's episode because it's something I've been contemplating being kind of open about. It's not even that it's really that juicy, uh, but it's, I think, really important and something that a lot of people struggle with at some point in their life. So maybe it will resonate with you at where you are right now. Maybe it's something you can relate to as a past version of yourself, or maybe it's something that unfortunately you might deal with in the future. But regardless, I'm really excited about it. And before I get into it, I'm going to do what I always do, and that is catch you up on the last week. So uh, last Wednesday, my whole like day got flipped upside down real quick, and um, what I thought I was going to be doing at work is not what I was doing at work. Uh, we had to submit a video, and nobody on staff who was in the office was able to put together a video, um, whose job it would usually be, but I have those video skills, so I ended up putting the video together and pulling everything together. It ended up taking about eight to 10 hours. I'm not really quite sure. And I love doing that stuff. So I really didn't mind. Um, I just wish I would have had like a little bit more creative control uh, and not had to do it all in one day. But anyway, now I'm manifesting some type of career in the future of being some type of video creator. Uh, I'm not even really quite sure how I'm going to do that yet. Uh, I probably need to like take some steps to do that. I don't think that's something that will just manifest itself. Uh, But if you're listening to this and you know how to make that happen, uh, let's connect because that would be pretty cool. Um, So then like I've just continued to like put myself out there and meet new people, which is really fun. And I love connecting with people and learning about them and hearing their stories. So that's been cool. And 
Saturday was like a very lazy day overall. Went out with one of my friends. And then Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are my favorite day now. A hundred percent my favorite day. Jules and I go to Starbucks. We get, well, I get a coffee. She gets a pup cup. Then we go to the pier usually, walk around the pier. She gets loved on by all the humans. So she loves it. And then football has officially started. So even though uh, the Patriots aren't that good this year, my fantasy team won. So that's a bonus. And then ended the day, like my favorite way to end the day and went to the beach by myself and just sat there. There was really no sunset because I think it was supposed to rain, uh, but it didn't when I was there, which was great. And it was still really peaceful. Um, if you can't tell it, I am kind of like a very, okay, I'm not kind of a very, I'm a very energetic person. And so slowing down and sitting in solitude and sitting with my thoughts is something that I struggle with. Um, So going to the beach kind of forces me to do that. And yeah, so that's why I do that. Then yesterday I had my ladies group that my therapist has put together and I love talking to those girls so much. Uh, We were discussing love languages and attachment styles. So again, just another way to like dig deeper into yourself. And now we're at Tuesday and I've kind of already told you about today and I have to go out of town at the end of the week for work. So that's where we're at. But anyway, now for what I'm so excited to talk about, and I don't even know why I'm this excited to talk about it because it's kind of like not an exciting Thing to talk about. But uh, anyway, so when I began this podcast in April of 2021, I believe that I was the happiest, healthiest version of myself that I had ever been in my entire adult life. I was pursuing interests. I was chasing goals. I was making plans. I was connecting with people who I could learn from. I was just everything was finally making sense. And I tell you this because it took years and years to get to this point. It took a divorce. It took therapy. It took a lot of like self-reflection and those things are not fun. It was kind of a painful part of life to deal with and face some failures or what I consider to be failures And so April 2021, things were coming together, you know, planning trips, planning a move, and just really, really excited. And so what this episode is going to be about is finding yourself, losing yourself, and finding yourself again. Because it's a hard process. It is a journey, but it is so important and so worth talking about. And so that's what we're going to do. So... Fast forward to June of 2021, and I was taking all of those trips. So if you haven't been listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, um, from May to July, August, I was traveling to Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Florida again, just kind of all over the place, figuring out where I wanted to go. And ultimately, I decided on Florida. That's where I live now. Um, But I had come down to Florida to visit and just check out the area. I was by myself. So the first half of that trip, 
I got my scuba diving certification down in the Keys, and then I flew up to Tampa and decided that I was going to hop on a dating app, really for the sole purpose of finding somebody that was fun and would show me around and, you know, grab drinks with or whatever, uh, because I was getting really tired of just eating dinner by myself every night. So ended up matching with this guy. We hit it off and kind of decided, well, not kind of, did decide to pursue a relationship. Things happened very quickly. Um, Looking back, there were a lot of red flags that I ignored very early on. And then when I moved down here, you know, things really sped up and um, more red flags that I ignored. And before I knew it, I was in a very emotionally and mentally abusive relationship. And I always swore to myself that if I ever found myself in that type of situation, that I would get out and it would be easy. Um, I remember talking about previous relationships with my former therapist and we were talking about, you know, things that I would look for in a future partner and things that I would pay attention to. And I had previously dated a narcissist. Let's just call it what it is. And I remember sitting there and telling her, I can identify a narcissist. I will never, ever, ever find myself with somebody who is narcissistic. That's just not going to (laughs) happen. Guys, the thing about narcissists is they're very charming and they are very manipulative. And so when you ignore small red flags early on, they start to learn things about you and then they can use that against you in the future. And then you're stuck. So as I am moving down to Florida, settling in, I am also dealing with this emotionally and mentally abusive relationship. And I don't know anybody down here except for the people that I work with and my boyfriend. So getting out of that type of situation is not easy. And I was convinced that I could fix it. I was convinced I could reason with the situation. And I had all of these things. Um, It's worth mentioning when I moved down here, uh, because I had been doing therapy for the last, I think, two years um, and found myself in a really good place. And I had kind of gotten to where I wanted to go. I was not in therapy when I moved down here. And then around Christmas time, something happened and I landed myself right back in therapy. So come Christmas time, I went from being the happiest, healthiest version of myself in April to having lost myself completely again. I was very confused. I wasn't quite sure why I was dealing with the things I was dealing with. It didn't really seem fair. Um, I was telling myself all of these stories, quite honestly, of, you know, you have been through a lot. Like, this is just like a bump in the road and it's going to kind of fix itself. And unfortunate things happen sometimes, but this is going to resolve itself and it's going to be fine. That was not a helpful story to myself. Um, 
I, I mean, I just, I pulled away from a lot of things. I wasn't being social. My job, I was traveling a lot for, so I hadn't really prioritized making friends. So I didn't really have anybody to confide in. I've kind of always lived by the rule that you live your, leave your personal life at home. So I didn't really want to bring all of the issues into work. And all of my friends and family were 1,400 miles away. And I don't really like talking about my feelings and my problems and involving other people anyway. So I was stuck, um, or at least I felt that way. So I got to therapy, and I have been going consistently every two weeks. And I have joined this ladies group. So there's like any given time, there's three to five of us in this group and we talk about lots of issues and we talk about our lives and encourage and support each other. So that has been amazing. Um, but also through this, I have met some of my best friends and some of my friends who I have, you know, been friends with for a while, I finally started opening up to And when I started making friends down here, I was like, I can't do this by myself. And so this really unfortunate, awful situation that I wouldn't really wish on anybody forced me into a place where I needed to step out of my comfort zone. I needed to sit with my feelings. I needed to reflect. I needed to confide in other people. And I needed to just really lean on strangers in a way. Um, and that is how I ended up getting out of the situation I was in, um, the first of July and I couldn't have done it without the people that I met when I was down here, who I opened up to. And as I started to open up to these people, which would probably be about April. So again, I'm telling you all this because I felt very lost from December to April. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of miserable, but I was putting on a very happy face. If you look at my Instagram, it's a highlight reel. If you listen to my some of my old podcasts um, back from that time frame, um, some things that I say might make sense now because... I had friends who were listening and family members who were listening and they were like, we're just trying to figure out what you're saying. Like something seems off. It doesn't quite seem like you. And again, I was kind of playing it off. Oh, everything's fine. You know, I'm just trying to figure out life, whatever. No, I was completely lost. And like I said, two episodes back doing this podcast, I kind of felt like a fraud. So Um, I guess this episode is also kind of a confessional, but where this is all going is who you surround yourself with and who you allow into your life really impacts who you are as a person, your mental health, your happiness, and just everything positive in your life can be sucked out from negative energy and I know it's like a cliche thing, but it is true. I think you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. I think I'm getting that number correct. Um, So if you are spending the majority of your time with somebody who isn't treating you right, who is draining your energy, who is 
unpredictable, who is devaluing you, who is making you question your self-worth, you're going to lose yourself. I mean, whether that process takes a week, a month, a year, five years, I mean, for every person, I'm sure it's different, but eventually you're going to lose yourself and you're going to not recognize who you are and you're going to really start questioning what it is you want and, you know, your boundaries are just going to come crumbling down. And I remember saying to this person, when I was in the middle of this whole thing, when you met me, I was the healthiest version of myself. I was so happy, like trying to almost convince them that they should see my worth and that I was worth fighting for. And then it was, it was so messed up, quite honestly, because then I was putting it on this person that they needed to change in order to build me back to the person they were or the person I was when they found me, which makes absolutely no sense because I am now putting who I am and who I want to be on somebody who isn't respecting me, who isn't valuing me, and who either doesn't see my worth or doesn't care about it, rather than deciding to change the situation and walk away, which ultimately is what I had to do, but I could have saved myself six months of grief and crying and uphill battle and thousands of dollars in therapy if I would have just saw my own worth and walked away because I knew who I was and I knew what I wanted and I knew what was healthy and I knew what wasn't healthy and I know what love looks like and I know what love does not look like and I was just contradicting everything in my life and I'm not saying this to be critical of myself. I'm saying this to be honest and to give you some insight and some hope if you're finding yourself in a similar situation, which unfortunately I know some people listening to this are in a similar situation or have been uh, because I've talked to you about it. Um, and again, I just, I really believe that we as people are not meant to do life alone. We are not meant to navigate difficult situations by ourselves. But I also know from my experience that when you are in a difficult stage of life and you're trying to navigate it and things are bad and there's some shame and some stigma associated it's hard to talk about and it's hard to be honest and it's hard to be open, especially when you feel like you don't recognize who you are. And so that's why I talk about this stuff. Um, I never would have thought that I would be the person to kind of broadcast the crap parts of my life, especially because I am a very positive person. Um, who would literally rather joke about everything than, you know, get serious. Um, but I also have come to realize that that's not how life works and you have to face the hard things. You need to have the hard conversations. You need to be open with the people in your life who want to help you. And ultimately from this whole situation, 
like I said, I have found some of my best friends. I have been very open with them. They have been very open with me. And I love the energy that they bring to the table. And because of that, there are four things that I have identified that I'm going to share with you (laughs) that I will no longer tolerate in any type of relationship in my life, whether it is a romantic relationship or a friendship or anything. Like, I just don't want the negative energy. I don't want to lose myself again. And I just, I don't want to have to start everything over in the process of discovering me. And, you know, every person changes. Like, you aren't who you are. You aren't who you were three years ago. You aren't who you were 10 years ago. You've evolved as a person, but there's a difference between evolving and losing yourself and having to rediscover. Okay. So the four things that I have learned through the process of finding myself, losing myself, and finding myself again in terms of the people and the company I keep in my life are as follows. One, if I have to make it my responsibility to make someone feel better about themselves after I set a boundary because they did something shitty, then I am going to assume that they don't value me, they don't respect me, and therefore don't deserve a place in my life. So I'm going to give them as little access to me as possible. Two, forgive the same mistake more than twice. Now, there are some mistakes that people make that aren't even worth forgiving once. And sure, there's exceptions to all rules and some mistakes can be forgiven more than twice. But as a general rule, if you make the same mistake more than twice, it is no longer a mistake, in my opinion. It is a choice. And kind of going back to the whole boundary thing, I'm going to assume that you don't respect me as a person and access will be diminished. Three, disrespect of anyone, whether it's me, whether it's one of my friends, whether it's one of your friends, whether it's a family member, a wait staff person, anything. Disrespect for any reason is not going to be tolerated. You can think somebody is an idiot. You can disagree with something somebody says, and you can do all of those things in a respectful manner and then move on with your life. And four, lack of accountability. If somebody's actions don't match their words or their words don't match their actions and there is no conversation as to why that is happening, I'm going to assume there is something going on and I mean, I'll bring it up. I'm not just going to walk away from a friendship or a relationship. I'll bring it up once, but that's it. Like actions must match words. Words must match actions. And yeah, so those are the four things that I have learned in terms of the company that I keep. And hopefully moving forward, I won't lose myself because of the energy that I let into my life. Um, And I'm sharing this with you because it's taken a lot of shitty situations. I mean, yes, I'm talking about one most recent shitty situation, but I mean, there's a lot of other things that have led to this point um, that make this list or validate this list rather. So yeah. One, make it my responsibility to make somebody feel better about themselves after setting a boundary. So if somebody does something shitty or something I don't like, and therefore I set a boundary, 
because that is a healthy thing to do. And I am met with anger or judgment or anything other than respect. I am going to assume that you don't respect me as a person and you don't value me. And I am going to limit access to my life because boundaries are healthy. Uh, Everybody should have them. And if somebody can't respect the fact that that is something that is necessary, then they have a lot more work to do as a person and I can't do that work for them and I don't need to make them feel better about their shitty actions and goodbye. Two, forgive the same mistake more than twice. Now, some mistakes aren't even worth forgiving more than once. Uh, And then, sure, there are exceptions to all rules. And some mistakes can be forgiven more than twice. But as a general rule, if somebody makes the same mistake twice, it is no longer a mistake. It is now a choice. And because that choice is continuing to be made, I am going to, once again, assume that I am not respected or valued and access to me will be limited. It's not that easy, but it is that easy. Three, disrespect of anybody. So whether that's disrespect of me, disrespect of a family member, of a friend, of some random person out in the universe who has encountered, there is quite literally no reason to be disrespectful. You can think somebody's an idiot, you can disagree with somebody, and you can do all of that in a respectful manner and move on with your day. Now, again, exceptions to every rule, I guess, like everybody has off days and maybe responds in a way that they wish they had responded differently. Sure. Okay, fine. But we're talking actual intentional disrespect. No. Goodbye. And four, lack of accountability. If actions don't match words and words don't match actions, then something is wrong. And I want to surround myself with people who are accountable and who do take responsibility for their own actions. And so if there is a reason that something is happening, that, you know, something somebody says something is going to happen and that doesn't happen or does something, even though they said they wouldn't, if there's not a conversation as to why there's a discrepancy, um, preferably that that person brings up, but I guess if I have to bring it up and then there's a conversation, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, but accountability is so important. Like, I want to hold myself accountable, and I also want to hold the company that I keep accountable. So those are the four things, and it's taken a long time to get that list. And when I made that list, it all kind of seems like obvious things to me, and maybe it seems obvious to you. Maybe I just blew your mind with something. I don't I don't know. Uh, but these are the four things that once I really started to evaluate people in my life and realize what I valued in people and what was going to be an absolute deal breaker access cutoff, uh, this is what I came up with. And so I'm sharing it with you in hopes that maybe it's helpful. That's what I have to say this week. And with that, I will leave you with what I always leave you with, and that is, I love you, I believe in you, and you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So know who you are and what you stand for, and surround yourself with people who bring positive energy into your life, who build you up and support you, and that way, 
if you do lose yourself, and you might, it's easier to find your way back. I am so excited to do this journey with you. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. And I hope something really great happens for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at love laugh Lynn's so we can connect until next time. Keep loving, laughing and letting it go. 